And we're back. <laughs> Yay! Um, when is too late just... to say Happy New Year? I feel like it's way too late. Um, but yeah. it is a new year. Happy New Year. You sound so excited about 2015. Um, Happy New Year, motherfuckers. From Clover. Um, yeah, I'm a robot. <laughs> yeah, 20... Almost February is definitely too late. Yeah, it's done. It's uh, like if you're... It's like if your New Year isn't happy yet, then it's... You know, then it's done for. Yeah. You can try. You can keep trying. One great thing about this new year is we have a new show to um, obsess about. And um, I feel like it's really cookie. I mean, I'm not not trying to take away from the show and the other awesome actors, sarcasm, Terrence Howard. But (laughs) I really feel like the rage I feel or the, the amazingness I feel when the show is on is like, all cookie all day. Yeah, it's definitely her, um, you know, her attitude and her mm-hmm. um, boss-iness. Mm-hmm. Like, her uh, confidence and all that that uh, makes the show great. Yeah. For the most part. Other than that, it's like, just kind of like a like a soap opera. It's like, so the, the whole concept is just like this music industry family... <laughs> Um, and Terrence Howard plays a record label exec. Naturally. Not even just exec. He owns a record label called Empire. And he's, um, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it at all. (laughs) Um, he has like a few years to live because he has ALS. Um, (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And he has three sons who are also musically involved. In different ways, of course. Like the three little pigs. Like they're, (laughs) they all... One's a young, you know, Chris flossy, Brownie. Rap, Chris Brownie, flashy, yeah, rapper, young. He's the youngest. Yeah, and the, then um, Jamal is the singer who is gay, and his, you know, Lucius, who is um, Terrence Howard's character, um, dislikes him and is homophobic, basically. Right. Um, and then there's the oldest one, Andre, who's more like the business type. Mm-hmm. He, you know... With the white wife. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah, he has, um... (laughs) Freaky. She's so... She's weird. (laughs) Or she has some freaky tendencies. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that... And then Cookie is his ex-wife who comes back in the picture after she is released from prison. After a 17-year bid. Yeah, it's Raji P. Henson. Um, who's... Yeah, she's... Yeah, I thought, like, from the first episode, she had the most, like, potential, like, depth to mm-hmm. her than anybody else. Or, like, yeah. I could see her being more, like, complex than the other anybody else. Terrence is just, like, if <laughs> Or his character is just... Um, I love the way, like, he's... <laughs> his voice and... He's just so, like, that pimp voice... That pimp, like, light Terrence Howard. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> like, rapey-ish kind of <laughs> sleazy voice. Yeah, and the thing about it is, like, it's just... It's, like, ridiculous, over-the-top soap opera. Yeah. Which and is kind of, like, the thing nowadays. Like, evening soaps, you know? Like, a right. la Shondaland. And the kind of, like, having you on the edge of your seat and having... 
you know, each episode something really like crazy happens. Right. I used to watch like um like General Hospital and all those mm-hmm. all the shows like when I was being babysat <laughs> as a kid. When you were just a youth. Yeah. <laughs> so I just love that like silly drama. And that's what this is, so yeah, I've never been a fan of soaps, but I definitely can get behind, like, all the different colors of people on television now. Even though I know right. Taraji did an interview where she kind of expressed that she wants people to, like, not see them as, you know, a black family, but just to see it for what it is, which is great. I get that. Um, and I think that's, like, the recent running theme in a lot of these shows is that, like, you know, you can watch it whatever race you are because you should be able to relate because this is just like, you know, American families and drama. But yeah. I like brown people on television. Yeah, and Yay. it's doing really well for Fox. And um, there's the the writing in the, like, the, the dialogue and, like, some of the stuff they say is just, like, so, like, dun-dun-dun. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, like, and then the music in the background mm. is kind of, like... Yeah, it reminds like, me kind of, like, and I don't mean ghetto in a bad way, but it reminds me of kind of, like, a ghetto glee because it's, like, the music in the background that kind of, like, foreshadows when something, like, intense is supposed to be going on. And then, like, the music in the episode, like, every episode has had, like, a performance or a studio session, which makes sense for the show. But it's almost like, oh, this is, like... Urban Glee. Right. This is a musical. This is a television musical. Right. Yeah. Which is great. They had one episode where Terrence Howard's character called Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was... Uh, he just dialed him up real quick. And, and then was, was apologizing. Right. Casually. Apologizing for his son peeing in the club. Right. So that's that's all you need to like watch mm-hmm. it, basically. It's <laughs> entice you. That stuff is getting a lot of criticism, though, because a lot of people are saying that the scenes like that and even the last episode um, where the rapper that they want to... The, the rapper that they want to get behind, Titan, yeah. is also, like, you know, accused of murder or something like 60 very... Years old. Yeah. <laughs> He's also 60 years old. He's been accused of murder, and a lot of people were, like, on Twitter, like, I think Charlemagne kind of, like, was very critical... Of the fact that it's like, ugh, all these stereotypes. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like all the rappers they've shown so far, other than Hakeem, who um, is Lucia's son and who they're trying to make a star but can't really, like, get 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 it yet. Yeah. All the ones who are successful, like Titan and Fofo, are also, like... Sick Fofo. Sick and Fofo. Are also, like, criminals and, like, super disrespectful. Right. Or so even, there are a lot of stereotypes that people are kind of mm-hmm. pointing out and judging. The Muslim thing, like... The fact that, you know, Terrence is a black man who's homophobic. Right. Like, just, yeah. That whole kind of cliche. The a cliche lot of cliches. Um, overall... The Tupac yeah. references. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> the multiple Tupac references. There are a lot of lines where I just, like, laugh out loud. Yeah. I'm like, it's what? Funny. <laughs> it's good. Like, did you just say that? Yeah. Cookie got some good, like, shade mm-hmm. towards, um, Luchis's new girl, his new woman, mm-hmm. who she calls Boo Boo Kitty. Boo Boo Kitty, <laughs> which is cute, which is shady like, and cute. Like, sit down. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I would say I would say watch it. You would recommend it. Yeah. Two, well, four thumbs up. Yeah. For Empire. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to Kanye. <gasps> Uh-oh. Released a song. With the great, yet unknown, in black Twitter, Paul McCartney. Who is that? Who is that? Um, <laughs> He's so guy. lucky he got to work with Kanye. Some old guy. <laughs> that whole thing was funny, too, actually. That was amazing that, like, to me. People, I'm going to say white media, really thought that so many of us didn't know Paul McCartney. It was like this whole thing where, like, um, it's mostly, like, Jesus trolling yeah. about how kind of like when the news of McCartney and um the song came out it was kind of like they joked um who is this dude yeah well it was a <laughs> joke but I think the joke was also sparked by someone some like anonymous not anonymous but some random no name needed person tweeted about it and kind of was like oh this is so cool it's probably um, like who is this young, Paul McCartney? But whatever. it probably was like a fourteen year old, you know. Right. Which is And I think whatever. that started the trolling because people were kind of like, Oh, ha ha ha. Right. Like, but the fact that pe- like they media. thought it was this mass right. amount right. of people this, yeah. who Kanye fans this mass amount of Kanye fans who didn't know like Paul McCartney. Yeah. But the song, um <laughs> it's <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm going to say I don't hate it, but I, it's I like the, li- the lyric, it's the song that he's singing from his mom's perspective. perspective about his daughter. Right. So that's like amazing. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, I don't like it because I, like I don't really take Kanye singing seriously. Like I don't really understand why this is like a serious thing because it doesn't sound good but I guess we're kind of past that musically yeah, yeah. like I like we're past the stages of like this doesn't sound good like shit can, right like, he's, like we're, we're past that so yeah. I get it it doesn't yeah. matter that it doesn't sound good okay right lyrically I think it's sweet like unlike unlike you don't have a heart. So, I get, I get, how, like, this, this, I get that this doesn't, like, I've always been, like, very emotional over the Kanye Donda thing. Like, right. I've always been very, no, like, oh, really my God, that is tragic. so tragic. And I think I relate to it as an only child. Like, I kind of feel like my world would fall the fuck apart. I can't even speak on it. You know where I'm going. And I think that's why I've always sympathized with it. So for that reason, I like the song. Because I think it's sweet. I will, however, say I do not understand the video. And I do not get why there is a video for it. Because I did not think it was going to be a real thing. Right. Like, I, didn't, I do not understand why this is like a single for this pending, for this upcoming untitled no release date album. Right. Like, I don't, I don't get that part of it. Yeah, I just think it sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, it doesn't sound it doesn't sound good. But I I personally just think that we're past that. Like, I don't no, think his singing. Like, I don't mind his like bad singing in general. Like, I, I, I can't. I can't do his bad singing. I like if, uh, like, I like that it's imperfect. Mm. Um, like it makes sense for him. Other people, it wouldn't really. But Kanye just 
being raw, like that rawness to me, like makes sense for him, whatever. Like him being okay <laughs> with not sounding, but you hate it, great or whatever. But this particular song, I just um like the the sentiment is nice, the lyrics, whatever. Yeah, just, I like the sentiment. I don't, you know, it didn't make me cry. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know if it was supposed to make you good. Is that your your, like barometer? No, like a lot of people were like. I did tear up when I read the lyrics. I did, but I told you it's because I am sympathetic to the only child and the like the losing of, like I would I get that yeah, but um I mean you're not alone. I don't think Northwest likes the song. (laughs) Like I don't think she likes the song. I don't think she likes her parents. Right. So I mean you and her like probably in the same boat you seem to feel the same i haven't seen her smile either right she doesn't smile like much. ever well her and blue ivy they don't we don't really see them happy <laughs> i think i feel like i get the feeling that blue ivy is happy right like i get the sense that like she knows who her parents are <laughs> and she loves them like i feel like if somebody kidnapped northwest like, I don't even see her escaping. <laughs> like, I feel like she would just stay and be, like, cool and start a whole new life. And probably yes. learn to love her kidnappers. I don't right. know. That's um, what I get from her. Yeah. From this fetus. How old is this kid? That's what I get from her. Jeez. That's the vibe this little <laughs> attitudinal, rude-ass <laughs> baby is giving. Get it from her daddy. <laughs> yeah. I guess. And her mom. Her mom doesn't smile anymore either. Because of the wrinkles. Like, she doesn't want wrinkles. Yes. Well, she can't smile, so. Yes. <laughs> right, right. She different. But, even, but I think she said, like, even if she could, she wouldn't because she doesn't want to get wrinkles. Right. So, like, she, the Botox, like, she can't physically, but she's actually made a conscious decision to stop so she can stay beautiful forever. What's going to happen when she's not pretty anymore? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I... What's going to happen to Kanye? Sh- she's going to have to deal with that day. <laughs> Man. Or that, um, yeah, she will probably have a breakdown. She's like, I mean, she, or just get more work. <laughs> yeah, and but no, I think, like yeah, I'm talking more like when she's like, I feel like, so she just can't be 80. Like, she's gonna have to kill herself. No, when she's like, I feel like 50-ish is when, or like 45-ish, because there are a lot. Because she's of, not black, so. Right, yeah. Her skin's gonna like do a Gabby, different thing. Right, like, they can mm-hmm. age um, Ga- Gabrielle Union. Nia, did you see Nia Long? On yes, Netflix? mother! She looks like 20 She something. looks like 14. Like, her and her son are together, right. and it's like, damn. Ridiculous. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, Kim is gonna age. Yeah. Quickly. Which is probably the price of <laughs> being <laughs> right. so beautiful right, right. now. Right, right. You're well, gonna... the price of being so beautiful with so much put into it. Because right. Nia Long's always been beautiful. But you get the sense that it's more like just like an well, effortless yeah. beauty. I know. Of Kim being beautiful and being so concerned with, with her beauty. Right. Her beauty. Yeah. Um, that's going to fade quicker, yeah. I think, than, <laughs> <laughs> than um, the average. In the trailer for the next season of The Kardashians, uh, Kim said something to about how she built she didn't get anything or something for her birthday whatever and she's like Kim is like I gave her I gave Kylie like I bought her career or whatever which is (laughs) (laughs) right she's like I bought her a career damn (laughs) so that's my (laughs) 
That's my gift, or that's my contribution. That is your contribution to this. To your damn, I bought your career. So that's um. So that you know, is their dynamic or whatever. Yeah, that they're kind of um. We'll see, like the whole Kylie. Mm, The whole Kylie transformation. I'm more interested in Kylie's journey. I'm sure they'll talk about like the whole lip, um, the lip thing, the relationship with Tyga, the new boobies. The Tyga thing is so. Just why is this happening? <laughs> I mean, the the tiger thing actually doesn't surprise me because I kind of feel like that's kind of how the Kardashians have done it. Like they've all kind of like had this association with a black man and kind of like been like the cute candy on his arm, and then through some incident, whether it be you know a sex tape or you know in what's her face and. Chloe's case, like a quickie marriage, right? Like you know, and then get past it, and then they blow up, and then they're the best thing ever. The only one who hasn't gone that path is Courtney, because she seems like a, like a genuine person who possibly, right? You know, she just has her Scott stuff. Yeah, so. she's got Scott, and yeah. So I feel like this is Kylie's journey to be Kim. To be black. To be black, right. This is her hazing. <laughs> Lips, boobs, black man. Done. Almost home. We're almost Kim. It's the Kardashian. ones without the talent. That's what it is, too. Mm-hmm. Because Courtney had went to college, and Courtney, you know, right. had that, you know, and she's got Scott, Kendall's and she's got the designing, and, you know, she's got the home decor and the, the yeah. kids. Right. Kendall models. She has, like, a job. Right. So So Kylie was probably like, what do I do if I have no skill? I turn into Kim. Right. So, there you go. Good luck with that. Good luck. Maybe we should talk about cereal. (gasps) (laughs) I love cereal. Yeah, it's worthy. I'm so late on it, but... Ugh, I love it. Are you you done now? Mm-hmm. You did it. Yeah. Good good job. That was yeah. quick. That was good. Yeah, it's it's you know it's quick. It's yeah. minute episodes yeah. of the podcast. Um so good. If you have so, yeah. Yeah. Serial is a podcast brought to you by what's the the name of the group? America This American Life. This America NPR. This America Li- American Life. Brought to you by NPR and um this journalist um uh Sarah Koning? Yeah, Sarah Koning. Sarah Koning. Um she finds she finds this case actually um uh, Adnan's family. Saeed. Yeah. Adnan Saeed. Um his family reaches out to her. Adnan Saeed is a at this point now a 32-year-old guy who's been in prison for 15 years um for he's been convicted of killing his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, Hey Ming Lee. Um, and this all happened in the Baltimore area in, like, 1999. Um, and the podcast, the weekly podcast, which is now over now, so now you can go in and download it and listen to it, you know, back-to-back. Back. But at the time, it was this weekly podcast. Um, it deals with and goes through Adnan's, um, like, di- like, did he do it? Like, who did it? Did he do it? And... You know, the thing that makes it really interesting is that um, Sarah Koning doesn't really take a strong position at any point. I mean, 
spoiler alert, towards the end, you do get to see what she thinks. But there, the, the great part is you listen to it, and throughout, you find yourself realizing that, like, ah, oh, no, I don't think he did it. Oh, well, maybe he did it. Because... It pulls on your emotions. Yeah, it's it definitely life. pulls on your emotions. Fact, it's a real life story. Yeah. That, you know, from, um, the killing was in 1999. Yeah. And... He was convicted in 2000. Right. He, it's so, there's so many, so interesting. Even, like, how it started out with, like, spoiler, clearly, you can, like, <laughs> cast for it. Fuck all it. This. Even though it's a real story. So yeah, so you like, can also, yeah. Just anyway. look it up, but <laughs> <laughs> but like how it starts off. But this is not really a real spoiler. But like how she asked the question, like, would you remember, like, what you did, in like, in um, you know, like nineteen ninety whatever, right. nineteen ninety nine. If you were in high school and like somebody asked you, oh, what did you do, on um, you know, like Two five weeks, weeks ago, ago or five, yeah, yeah. In this case, it was six six weeks, weeks. ago mm-hmm. that the crime happened, that she was killed. And, but they didn't, um, he wasn't, um, like, questioned or whatever. Until right. Like six she was later. missing for six weeks and her, she was missing and then her body was found six yeah. weeks later, which then prompted them to, right, question him. And so that's kind of part of it where it's kind of like, they, he's trying to, and everybody who's involved is trying to put the pieces together from something that happened six weeks ago. Right. And so Sarah asked, like, would you remember, you know, what you did, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Specifically. On a, on a specific six, day. Yeah. Like, if I told you, oh, what did you do on January 18th? Um, it's kind of like, well, you would have to kind of go back in your head and kind of like, all right. I would have to, I would have to like check my phone and mm-hmm. see if I, what I had in there scheduled. Because I have a calendar with like, I put everything in my phone calendar. Because I have like a bad memory. So, I would kind of go back from there. Like, oh, I had a dentist appointment yeah. at this time. But, like, a specific time, like, I was probably at work or... Right. And she's like, when you get into those cases, when it's like, um, when, like, you didn't do anything that day or anything mm-hmm. memorable, then it kind of becomes very generic. Like, right. oh, I was probably here. And right. so that's what Adnan... Like, in his case, he didn't... He just couldn't remember. Like, right. Or it also, allegedly... She, she also plays remember. on the fact that, like, you know, we all have watched, like, tons of crime dramas, I'm sure. And, like, you know, the the question is usually, you know, where were you at 345 on this day? Right. And she also plays on the fact that not only, you know, would you probably not remember, even though it's really important to remember, but, you know, the, the details count. So... It's bad enough that obviously, you know, he's 17 years old and he doesn't really remember specifically. But then, you know, things start to unravel for this person who's being accused of murder when they don't remember some things, but then the things that they possibly do remember can't be corroborated. So, and the the thing that I think the draw to Adnan is that from a charm perspective... He makes you want to believe him because right. he's so passionate about the fact that he didn't do it or couldn't have done it. Right. But and from he, a detailed perspective, right. he is completely lacking. Right. Because he can offer no details. Right. Or, like, facts. Right. There are zero facts on his part. Alibi. Like, yeah. you know, this person saw me 
in place. Like, there's no video, whatever. There's right. a lot of, like, little yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, maybe I went to practice. Maybe I didn't. Right. I probably did. I would have been. Right, yeah. You know, did anybody see you? Did you talk to anybody? Like, did anything memorable happen? No. Right. Like, I could, I could remember... I have, like, the worst memory. I can't remember, like, <laughs> what... Like, not specifics yeah. of, like, what I did. I probably woke up and yeah. made some... It's like, oh, I made some, uh, like, a bagel. Well, what kind... What did you put on it? I don't know. Mm, maybe yeah. it was, like... Maybe it was jam. Maybe it was... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was butter! Maybe it was cream cheese. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Because I switched it up. So, you know? So it's stuff like that. That's yeah. kind of like... And I'm kind of the opposite where I have, like, an insane memory. Yeah. And I'm the person who, like, well, I remember what I was wearing. Like, I, w- I remember what I was wearing on my first day to work for every job I've ever had. I remember what I was wearing when I met certain people. Like, I remember... Yeah, I remember some of that. Yeah, but... I remember days that I met certain people, like, depending on, like, I may not remember, like, the date, but I remember, like, well, it was a Friday, so... Mm. Or I tend to remember people, remember people whose birthdays based on, like, the memorable birthday and the day it was. Like, right. you know... Like, oh, I remember the year so-and-so's birthday fell on a Saturday. So right. now I can, you know, if I just look back, oh, well, then their birthday must be this date. Hmm. So I'm kind of on the other end of the spectrum where I, I don't understand why Adnan <laughs> doesn't remember. No, I understand totally now, 15 yeah. years, 14, 15 years later, but I don't understand then. Well, there's certain he, things, yeah, that I don't, like... He also smoked, so that um, a lot. It's, <laughs> it's very clear. Yeah, he was. He smoked a lot. Crucial and kind of, can I say that? Kind of like, there are people who listen to the show who who have expressed attraction to Adnan because his voice. He's charming, and his voice is like, you know, kind of, not sex. I don't want to say like yeah, an inmate the, is sex, but the, there's like the the interview. Sarah does interviews with him from like jail. Like he's you know obviously in prison. Um, yeah, and he's just, like, kind of smooth. Right, <laughs> and he's smooth. as far as explaining why he didn't do it, he's very logical. Mm-hmm. As, you know. His uh, reasoning's other than intact. The, other than the things that he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, he, like, when she, she asks him, you know, specific questions, like, oh, why did that person say this? And he'll just be like, well, probably because so-so, like, that, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that makes sense because he wouldn't have, you know, like, he... Yeah was able to kind of, like... Ex- Even his I'm not guilty logic is smooth because, and this is a, a a big spoiler alert, but one of the things that he kind of plays up a lot, especially towards the end, is how, you know, he's come to terms with being in jail because he's been there so long and he actually has been doing fine there. But what he hasn't quite come to terms with is, like, how people could look at him and think that he could do something like that. Like, it's almost like right, the podcast for him, it would be great if he could be released, I'm sure, get a new trial. But I think I think he actually appreciates Sarah for, like, interviewing people and kind of bringing up the fact that, like, I was a good person that, and I was, yeah. like, you know, I was a nice guy and I was, you know, I smoked weed but I didn't harm anybody. And, like, you know, and that to me is also, like, extremely... It's just hard Charming. to believe that he... But, again, the facts line up. But the... Yeah, the whole, phone tape, the whole phone yeah. records thing is, like, just confusing. And, yeah. 
that's probably like the most um like probably where they might have had the most errors <laughs> right in the whole case it's also a very like interesting big brother moment to know that in 1999 you could be convicted um based for on your life phone, for life uh, for you know for- based on your phone records saying that you were here or you were there because you know the signal bounced off of a certain cell so imagine in 2015 how deep, how granular they could get. Yeah, well, on now you. GPS is like... Right. Like now you might as well have a chip in you. Like, yeah. there's a chip inside of you. Right, yeah. Because if you have your phone on you, there's a chip. Yeah, unless you... Yeah, you have to really um, know what you're doing to, like, give it either... Give it to somebody who you know will, you know... Which you can like see or, Yeah, exactly. Someone hit the phone! Yeah. Someone else it's, hit the phone. It's good. Yeah. Um, so, another thing to tune into. Yeah. Or download. The thing is that, like, I don't know, I guess you could say what you could have done if you were on the jury. Mm. But I don't think, I don't just don't think there were enough facts to, like, convict him that, for life. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe it's a different. Yeah, people people have to listen then. to it because there's a lot of right. things that I think play into like the people who I think he unfortunately got convicted because the uh, the other people who had details had details mm-hmm. that made that him were, look bad. Right. Yeah. You know, and he didn't have like the facts that were presented didn't make him look great. Right. And then he couldn't present any facts to right. and fix one that. good point that one of the producers. Was that you have to be a really unlucky guy for all these things to line up to make it appear as if you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it does happen sometimes. So it does happen, and like there is this is like a this especially is, when the law isn't like concrete like that. Yeah. Like it's so especially when like certain behaviors are similar. Like that's why I think the him being a weed head kind of is plays into it because it's kind of like the same thing of. Um, like, women's lifestyle mags tend to do stories on how to know when your boyfriend's cheating on you. But the signs of how to know when your boyfriend's cheating on you can be the same signs applied to how to know if your boyfriend is is about to propose to you. Because the connecting factors are the fact that he's nervous and he seems like he has a secret and he's anxious but it's like two totally different things that have the same. Right. So it's like, unfortunately, maybe if Adnan didn't take as many tokes as he took, mm-hmm. he wouldn't possibly come across or look, you know, or have such bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. His circumstances wouldn't be so, like, weird. Right. <sighs> Poor Adnan. <laughs> I'm well. rooting for you. Season it two, of, yeah. Well, but they're they're saying that season two is not Adnan's story anymore. Yeah, because no. Adnan's story is done. I mean, not done, but it's they're gonna right, move on. They they need to find another. I think they can. The only thing now is, I guess people know Sarah, so it's kind of like you know, will they be as forthcoming? Right. If they know, oh, this is for that podcast, that serial podcast. I'm not giving you any information, so that I'm hmm. you know like it might kind of deter people from yeah. participating. Um, but it depends on the case. You know? Yeah. Hmm. So also, like, people like telling their story. So, um, as long as it doesn't get them in trouble. 
Right. She hmm. has to pick, like, the right case. Um, <laughs> you, you father fucker. <laughs> That's, like, the worst insult. Because it's true. <laughs> it's possible now. I mean, it's always been possible. Like, damn, you father fucker. There's a story of <laughs> a woman who... Um, it's basically she's about to marry her dad. They let's get this out. Yeah, they've had sex. Okay, (laughs) let's let's start. Um, Let's start with the fact that she's had sex with her father. Yeah, according to this is a story from Science of Us from New York Mag, and they did an interview with her, um, eighteen year old from the Great Lakes region. Who describes her romantic relationship of almost two years with the Yikes. biological father she met after 12 years of es- estrangement. So, um, she, like, they, sh- he wasn't there when she was born and then, like, uh, was only kind of around till she was five and then just, they, um, lost touch. And then they reunited. And he was like, I'm going to come back when I can have sex with you. He was like, come back so I can sex with you. He dipped off so she could grow into later. his bride. They reunited. Oh and, God. um, yeah. So it was weird when they re- reunited. They realized they had feelings for each other. Um, <laughs> Not, yeah. like, I mean. It's so complicated because it's, it's so like, it's incest between two adults like consenting adults it's mm-hmm. two they both want to be together and <laughs> he can sign not, off on it's it it's like not illegal so that's a um, damn shame so yeah they are apparently happy but mm. the just the parts of her interview um are just kind of um it's just uh, crazy to read it cause she's you know cause it sounds a crazy. It yeah. sounds ridiculous. Where do we, like, where do we start? It's so crazy. I can't even... It was so weird and confusing. I was seeing my dad for the first time in forever. But it was also like, he's so good looking. And then I was like, what the hell are you thinking? What is wrong with you? I saw him as my dad, but then also part of me was like, I'm meeting this guy who I've been talking to over the internet and really connecting with and I find him attractive. Oh, so the internet is to blame for this. <laughs> she was it's always to blame. It's the internet's fault. Because she was talking to her dad on the internet as if she was talking to mm. random other dudes she had been sexting days before. Right. The internet made her forget that you're not supposed to talk to your dad on the internet. Because you we don't talk face, I don't talk to you wouldn't talk to your dad. Facelessness of right. probably kind of uh the facelessness and also like the to... like the inappropriate form of communication because like well you wouldn't be talking to your dad you wouldn't be chatting with your dad online <laughs> like you would he'd call you the way dads do or text you or right yeah he wouldn't like pop into you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like your G chat <laughs> I mean maybe some people chat with I mean I don't really message I don't. Email is like the as far as like yeah I was gonna say like I, but I mean like um so that oh. there's that you read it you read it um you have a good narrative yeah it's like my voice. next thing I'm trying to get into like I want to get into like you know voicing cartoons um so <laughs> where else does it get crazy um was there a moment you realized you were sexually and romantically attracted to your dad 
the interviewer asks. Um, and she says, after I stayed with him for about five days. Oh, God. Yeah, there's that part. Okay. He was living with his girlfriend. He's living with his... So, so she's a father fucker, and she's a fucking homewrecker. Um, but this is her reason, though. So it's, it's Sleeping in new places makes me very anxious. So I asked him to stay with me in case I had one of, my, one of the terrible nightmares I usually experience. The second night, I had him sleep on the couch again. And then the third night, I fell asleep with him on the floor, lying on his chest in his arms. The fourth night rolls around, and we ended up on the floor again. This time, we actually cuddled. When he woke up, we were spooning. I didn't know this at the time, but later, after we admitted our feelings, he told me he had morning wood and had gone to fix it. <laughs> what? Yeah. This man... She's a father fucker. This man is yeah, world's creepiest. That's the other thing about it. He's like, like SVU's biggest catch. They're, like, why is he okay? Maybe, all right, fine. You have this attraction, but then moving on it. Where is Benson? And him not being a father. I mean, it's probably... It's, Clearly super complicated because he wasn't a father. Right, in the first place, right. Um, So that is all tangled up in there. Yeah. Actually, like a psychologist. Yeah, we need to call up... Break this down. We need to call up a psychologist to, like, have them explain this madness. Um, Yeah. But... So they're apparently planning a wedding. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, his family's like totally fine with it. It's not like legally registered. Oh, so it won't say. be okay. Um, that's a plus. I feel like that's a bonus. Right. I feel like the fact that it won't be like legal, legal, legal is a bonus for me. She says, "Yeah, I don't believe you need a piece of paper to prove that you want to be with the person you love." Okay. Right. Um. Yeah. Sure. This mom. She says that her mom doesn't live in the same town. <laughs> this must be a one dick town. <laughs> Fuck a one horse town. This must be a one dick town. Yeah, there was some some talk after this that this might be like fake or that, you know, this woman is um just kinda like making up this whole story. If so, if so it's very like elaborate. And then the interviewer asked, is the father dynamic is the father daughter dynamic part of your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> and she says, not usually, but it has come up a couple times when one of us works out baby girl or daddy or something. Oh my god. This whole story is it's just so disturbing. Yeah. It's, like, funny and disturbing at the same time, which is fucked up, but it's... Right? It's right, fucked yeah. up that it's so funny to me, but it's, like, really sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's hmm. sad and funny and Like, there's so weird. many jokes in here, even though it's sad. Like, they plan on moving to New Jersey where they can be safe from the law. Like, of course. They'll go to Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Everything's Jersey fucking fine in everybody. Jersey. It was either going to be Jersey or Florida. And Jersey like, has no standards. Yeah. <laughs> standards are super low in Jersey. Um, Adult incest isn't illegal there. Go on to Jersey. Oh, my God. Well, hey. the important, there's an important part of it. 
they asked if she was ever sexually abused, mm. and she says no. And my dad has told me that the thought of being involved with me when I was little is appalling to him. That's appalling to him. Right. It was appalling to him because he was like, hell no. I'm totally going to abandon her and then come back and then fuck her later. Later. But, when she's, but back then that would have been appalling. Holy shit. Did you, like, I feel like, but does he, does he realize he's still her dad? Like... They apparently still have that dynamic. I... Oh, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you can, listeners, read the story. Um, you can find it on at New York Magazine, and you'll be as uh, astonished as we were, as the internet was. <laughs> oh, internet. Shaking my damn head. Yeah. So, on to the sex. <laughs> Um, there's a, uh, there, an advice column in Slate's Dear Prudence, um, recently, and the question was, um, or, you know, it was a woman who woke up to her boyfriend masturbating in the bed. And so Jezebel just kind of asked the question, like, what would you do if that happened to you? Which is... I mean, was he aiming it at me? Like, <laughs> it depends on, like, is he pointing it at... Do I wake up and it's that me? Do I wake up like, and, the tra- and it's like, I'm staring he's like, no, into no, his no, third no. eye? He's like, no, this is... Just go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, it depends on a lot... On the, I would like to say I would just, like, join or, like, be like, why didn't you wake me up to... If you were feeling this way. But then some guys just want to do it themselves. (laughs) So, but I would, I would be, feel a way that you didn't, like, kind of, that you're doing it right next to me when you could have, like, Yeah, I would, I would feel like you were sneaky because, like, unless I'm in, like, corpse mode sleep, if I'm, if, if I'm in a light enough sleep where I can wake up because... You know, like the bed is shaking, <laughs> or which is I hear what she's like, the girl, yeah, the, like skin slapping or whatever. Then, then I I don't know. Like if I'm in a corpse sleep and I wake up, then I'm like, why were you like sneak master? Like, what was it? What's the sneak jerk about? Like right. I don't like that would kind of like weird me out. Like, do you jerk off every time I go to sleep? Like hold your head. <laughs> right. <laughs> But then I also see it from the guy's perspective. Like, sometimes you just want to jizz on someone's face and you want them to look rested and happy about it. I don't know about that part. You don't want, this. You don't want them to look like that. I don't think she was... <laughs> you don't want their face to be like... Her. <laughs> he wasn't aiming it at her. But in my mind, it's being aimed. In my mind, you break that's out. that's a whole other disrespect. That's, that's assault. Um, but I have been in the situation where you're in the same bed. I guess this is different because I could see if, like, she said, if I was like, oh, I don't, I don't feel like it tonight or whatever. Mm. If he can't get back up or whatever. Right. And it's kind of like, all right, well, I'm going to do me. <laughs> <laughs> so you, like, bowed out of this. Mm-hmm. So... You opted out of this. Right. <laughs> you opted out. This so. great thing. So I'm just gonna <laughs> one monkey don't stop. No show. Sure. Right. It's different for guys though, because they have to actually like jerk and 
like it's more labor intensive. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> Whereas we can just kind of, you know, yeah. grab toys. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I guess, you know, like in that case, it's a little bit different. But yeah. Yeah. For me, it depends on if it's pointing in my face <laughs> <laughs> and how deep of a sleep it is. If I wake up out of a super deep sleep, I'm questioning if this is a habit and if you get off jerking off over dead people. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. If it's a light sleep, if I've been asleep like 20, 30, an hour, 20, if, if there's a chance you were trying to wake me up. Oh, like on purpose. On purpose. Like with your aggressive jerk. Oh, like, oh, did that, did I bother <laughs> did you? That, did that bother you? While you're up. No. <laughs> did that? Did that jerk disturb you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean... Good question. It's a yeah. Good question. It's though. a good question. We should... We should part two this question and ask a dude. Like, ask like a dude if, if he's they, ever... If they were... If they've done that or if they would... Is that weird? I just want to know. Is that weird? That's not really, like... It's not for Gail and Gail, I guess. I just want to well, personally would, know. Like, if they would... I want to poll a bunch of guys and just know, like, do you... Have you ever jerked off, jerked off over a a corpse, like a live corpse? Right. Wow. You keep saying oh, (laughs) (laughs) because I mean, listen. If either he's over you, or he's or he's in a corner, I don't think that's the case. He's he's like lying next to her. He's lying next to her, jerking. Yeah, not like (laughs) strapped. Straddling. <laughs> I don't know. I only imagine it two ways. I imagine it like, like, ah, like, 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 like hovering over me, like aggressively jerking, hovering over me, or in a corner, like secretly jerking. And like, I don't right. want it to be a secret, like, corner jerk. Right. Because that's like, you should save that shit for home. You know? I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think it was just normal. It was just, I don't know, I don't... In the bed. Yeah, I don't have any medium. Uh, yeah. It was a normal jerk. All right. Yeah. So? So, think about that. (laughs) Stew on that. Amongst yourselves. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. For another Gail and Gail. I don't even think we said Gail and... Did we say Gail and Gail? Yeah, I don't think so. Is it like you better recognize at this point? (laughs) It's like you know where you at? You know what it is. You know what it is? Yeah. It is... (laughs) It is what it is. Yeah.